So, guys, welcome back to another episode of the of the Ike MMA podcast. And I have with me here in my meds, Kieran Clark, who recently won. Uh, should I say it was by TK or by a uh, just a decision at your last match at Bellator 275 in Dublin? Uh, sorry, it was a TKO. It was a TKO, yeah. Yeah. No, because um, I, I saw the fights and um, you won, but I, I think the, from the way it looks, it didn't, you didn't win the way you wanted to. You wanted to go in there and get really, really good, decent, you know, really insane the crowds and get a good, really good finish, something that's deserving of the of the title TKO. I mean, after... After that win, I mean, how are you feeling? With five and oh, I mean, there may not be much, but still, for on the professional scene, uh, for someone like yourself, that's really, really good. Yeah. So, um, obviously, I suppose two questions and the one there, um, to answer the first, I suppose it was great to uh, get the win, of course, but at the time it was bittersweet because I hadn't a clue really, um, how the the break happened or what happened to my opponents and the whole lot. In the moment, you know, you, you just um, you're 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 good. You're not able to show, um, you know, you know, you're, you're not in the moment. Didn't know actually did happen, and I wanted to finish the fight myself. But it's only when I actually look back and actually a friend of mine and my brother pointed it out to me, because um, I didn't know how it broke. Or some people are telling me about injuries and stuff. It was the AC joint, and um, they told me. Uh, watch it back and see where you actually broke it and I was like right so I watched it back because you know a day or two after the fight I wanted to just uh, clear my mind of it. I didn't want to be um, you know uh, watching it back straight away you know wanted to just you know uh, get away from it for a day or two obviously before I watched it back but anyway I watched it back and it's, if you watch it it's in the first minute 10 minute 10 of the fight I was on the double leg and I sit through and he would come over for the over uh, for the Camorra and I clamped down on the on the on the Kimura and I rolled through. And as I rolled through, um, sometimes what happens is if you get a good clamp on it, they'll roll over their head and you'll end up on their back and they'll sit up. But what happened was with my opponent, I got a good bite on the on the Kimura and as I rolled through, his shoulder smashed into the mat, and then that's obviously what happened to the to the shoulder then. And you can see when it happens straight away, he stands up and it's out of place straight away. Um, but he kept fighting on, and he, you know, he, um, he kept fighting. He went, he went for the win, and he would have won. I think he would have won the round, and he went for it. But in my eyes, he he quit. Like he stopped. He stopped in the stool. You know, he um, he stopped. Like you know, I look at my my uh, teammate Sinead. The next fight, uh, she banged up a leg the first minute and ended up winning. You know, so she fought one leg, and my opponent fought one arm. But he uh, decided to stop. So. Um, obviously, looking back, it was most definitely a TKO win, you know. I, I did watch the fights, and um, but before I did, I kind of saw some that um, you had won, but how you, you had won is that there was some sort of doctor's stoppage that happened, uh, just that the dogs had, had intervened. And I watched the fight really closely. I, I saw how you performed. You took a lot of abuse, but you still came out on top. Um, I watched how the fight went. I well, watched the footage really closely, and just um, when you guys have stopped, I think your opponent's walking around. I can see just on his shoulder; they can see that something's protruding beneath the skin there. So I realized, wow, that's uh, well, I wouldn't have thought that's uh, like a 
broken shoulder or anything like that, but it's actually it was actually a serious injury. Oh no, definitely it was it was a uh, it was a serious injury, alright. But uh, going back to what you're saying about a doctor stoppage. So if my knee goes okay, mm-hmm. and the doctor comes in or whatever, like if he hadn't opened, if he hadn't said anything to the referee or looked at the ref or said anything, the fight would have continued. I didn't know what happened to him. You know, if he, you know, it's the exact same as Sinead Kavanagh. If she hadn't said anything about her knee, nobody knew, you know what I mean? Unless it's visibly, you know, it's a boy. Um, you know, um, so he straight away, the round ended, he looked at the ref. He knew it was out in the fight, you knew. And he, 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 he uh, wanted the, re- the doctor to come in. So, look, I don't want to get too into too much. At the end of the day, it happened to the way it did, but and uh, the more I look at it, is he wanted he he uh, wanted a way, you know. Uh, I think he went for it. He tried to win, and I think then it was like you know I'll put like I don't know I don't know what his mindset was. Maybe he was putting it down to a doctor stoppage or what. But the he stopped it. You know, if he'd have said the doctor to come in and looked at it and said, "Yeah, your AC joints out," he'd have said, "No, I want to continue. I want to fight." The fight still goes on. It's not as if you know the referee comes in and you've a broken foot. And you say, I want to continue. The ref doesn't say, no, I'm not letting you go in there. You know what I mean? It's not like a cut that, like, you will die. You know, like, cuts, mm. you'll bleed out, stuff like that, you know. Um, actually, the week before the fight, two weeks before at the Nationals, um, a, a former teammate of mine and a teammate of mine actually fought in the uh, Irish Nationals final. Uh, Colin Matter, his name is, and he fought against Jordan Drury. Very good fight. But uh, the first round, exact same thing happened to Colin. AC joint went out. You could see it in the fight. And he went on to win the fight. He decided to continue, went on to win. So the way I look at it is my opponent, he decided to stop, you know. Obviously, he did, didn't, didn't decide. He didn't stop for no reason. His shoulder was out, but he decided to stop, you know. So I'll definitely take that as a TKO. Not the way I wanted it. Of course, it's not, you know, it's not a clear cut, you know, the way. But it was something that he was fighting me. It was something i done to him. I rolled through on the Camorra, uh, on the, on the, uh, we call it the half guard sweeping the fence, and uh, I I put his shoulder onto the mat, and that's what happened to him. So, I mean, um, yeah, it was more clear cut to me than how I actually won, if that makes sense. Whereas, like, oh, I didn't know like how it actually happened, or you know, I was like, oh, did he? You know, I actually I hadn't a clue like how it was when he was on the Kimura at me, and you can actually kind of see it in the fight, like the stuff he was going for, like the Kimura definitely. It was a bit of a desperation move, like like he didn't have his legs in play, and he was. You know, I, I was mounted on him and he had a Kimura. Like, you know, you, you'd never get that, you know, but he was holding on to it. Like, you know, he it was a desperation move. So everything makes more sense to me as I watch watch it by uh, his mindset, you know. So, and uh, actually he, one of his fights stopped, he stopped it in the corner before with his knee before. So uh, that's actually his second loss now to, to something similar. So, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's uh, the more I digest the, the win, that's, that's what happened, you know. You see, you kind of um, touched on something there that, that a lot of people have been debating about, both podcasters, uh, retired MMA, MMA affiliates, um, both the athletes and just um, coaches and commentators. Um, I think he, there was a conversation, I remember, that happened sometime last year for a UFC fight that had been stopped. I can't remember the event. I can't remember the two athletes. So I think it was the fight that happened towards the tail end of summer last year between Bilal Mohammed and Leon Edwards. And uh, Leon Ed, not Leon Edwards, but Mohammed has stepped in to replace someone for, because um, the thing was it 
McIver. He he was replacing anyone, um, replacing yeah. someone anyway. And uh, the fight stopped because Edwards had twice poked um, Bilal in the uh, in the eye. And later on, some podcasters were saying that if I was the fighter, I'm not going to leave it up to the doctor. I'm not going to leave it up to the referee or whoever because it's your life, your fight, your career. You've got to think of your salary and your future career if you want to continue fighting or if you're going to retire. But you've got to, you have to consider your future prospects nonetheless because it's your life. It's your life. The other people, they're not that concerned about you. Um, so in your own eyes, if the situation was turned the other way around, even with that injury, and I know it's it might sound silly to, to ask you based on what you just said a, a moment ago, would you still continue to fight? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, obviously, um, I've had I've had a labrum tear before in it. I was sparring before, and uh, I tore my labrum in a spar, um, which is your you know it's a ligament on your shoulder, and uh, I tore my labrum before in a spar. First round, I was suplexed and posted it in the mountain bang felt it go you know and I didn't stop in the in the gym you know I kept going you know what I mean it's uh so um you know you're a prize for it you're fighting for it's you know you're fighting for the win bonus you're fighting for the win you know so me personally no I wouldn't I wouldn't have stopped no no like I mean mm. I'm only stopping if I'm put out I'm put, put to sleep or if uh you know some brutal injury like Connors or something you know that makes shin snaps in half or you know, you're going to fight to, to the end, you know, what fighters, you know what I mean? So, um, no, I would have kept going, of course. And you mentioned the eye poke, that's a completely different thing. Um, eye pokes, it's illegal, you know, it's mm. it's illegal, you know, it's unfortunate how it happened. Whereas what happened with my opponent, I done it to him, you know, it wasn't as if it was some, you know, he threw a punch and, you know, his shoulder came out or, you know, he didn't injure it in. If you actually watch the fight, uh, break it down, you'll see exactly where it happens. And um, So, yeah, People can be the judge of that, but look. To be honest, um, I don't want to go on too much about it. It's, it's yeah. uh, again, of course, it's it's not the way. Still, not the way I would have wanted to win, but um, yeah, it's it's a win, and uh, onwards and upwards from here. You know, it's um, come back to the I suppose the second part of the question. It's great to be five and zero with Bellator, five wins in Bellator, um, and yeah, I'm just looking to keep it going. You know, please God. Get one now in the summer. No plans. I uh, haven't had any word back. John, my coach John is away at the minute with Brad Katona. He's fighting for the Brave World title at the minute. So John comes back, have a chat, hopefully get one in the summer. I don't know how things are going there with Europe. I, I, I'd i imagine uh, every year they were coming to Russia and stuff. So obviously that's out the window now. Um, I don't know. You know, obviously the May cards is, is full and so is the uh, French one. Um, so I'm not I'm not too sure how the summer's looking for me, or you know, I just want to have a chat with John, as I said, and hopefully get one before uh, the end of the year. You know, so uh, that's 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 the plan. In terms of your fight record and how how it stands now, in on the professional in a professional sense, as a pro fighter, um, I was going to start the interview by saying, um, and. <laughs> Many people have said not to mention this guy's name when you're talking in in mixed martial arts, especially on the Irish scene. But I was going to say, move over Conor McGregor. There's a new, there's a new kid on the block. <laughs> I was I was thinking, okay, maybe you might even say might even kind of shut me up a little bit by saying, no, 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 we're not there, we're not there yet. Oh, sorry. oh no, geez, no, um, <laughs> definitely not. No, um, 
No, no, it's and look, you know, there's only ever going to be one Conor McGregor, you know, there'll uh, never be another. Uh, people can, you know, act like him, and and but that's actually him. That's it. That's the way he always was. I started this sport in 2011, before he was a Cage Warriors champion. Before, you know, he was on the he was on the rise, and as long as I know him as a fan watching him, that's the way he was. That was his. That was his. Uh, that was his gig. You know that that the whole. Um, that was Connor. So there'll only ever be one. I don't think anyone will probably trans, uh, transcend the, the sport like him, like he did, you know. It's, only, it's like Muhammad Ali, you know. I think there'll only ever, only ever be one, you know. So I think when people compare, like, you know, I know obviously Ian Gary there now in the UFC and stuff. And, you know, you can't compare these lads to, to Connor, you know. He, you know, the likes of, just to use an example, Ian's in his own journey. All of us are on our own journey, you know. So um, don't get me wrong, we take motivation and, uh, are, and, and are inspired by Connor, of course, but um, yeah, I suppose mentioning that now, um, ever to anyone is very, you know, you can't, in my opinion, you know, regardless of where they are in the career, how well they're doing. Um, yeah, I don't think it actually would do Connor justice, you know, because what he has done is, you know, tenfold. I mean, it'll never be done again, in my opinion, you know. Now I mentioned your record and your record is really good, five and night. If you if you maintain this and uh, let's say in the next the next five or ten years, and you still got a really promising, a really good record, would you see yourself staying in Bellator or would you? I, I don't think I've asked you this before in the last interview that when we had you on with David. Um, would you ever see yourself maybe maybe going to, onto the UFC side of things, whereby um, you will as everybody knows, you will sacrifice your salary for the fame, I guess, because you're, you're attached to a household brand name, especially in the US, uh, to be, um, at least to be exposed to a wider audience of fight fans. Yeah, well, um, to be honest, like, uh, um, number one, Bellator are very good to me and have given me great opportunities. Um, I've started my pro career with Bellator. I've signed a second contract in 20, the end of 2020. Um, I mean, I'm just after starting that, just the way it happened with the uh, pandemic, I only had my first fight in November on that contract. Um, so you know, to be honest, I'm not even thinking that far ahead. Uh, like you said, granted, I kept the, the you know winning, uh, I had a good record and stuff, and by the end of it, but to be honest, I'm happy where I am at the minute, and uh, I'm just looking forward to the next fight, to be honest. And uh, I don't like looking too far ahead because you know whoever they give me next it's going to be a tough fight like like everybody has been and you know I think when you look past that it's um, yeah it's, it's just it's just not good it's just not good you know because um, mm. you know what's in front of me is that's all I can focus on you know so mm. uh, I just want to focus on each fight take it as it comes when the time comes when I'm out of contract or whatever the way it works so you know um I'll worry about it then, you know. But as of now, I'm very happy with Bellator. They treat me good. They give me good opportunities. Um, you know, they come to Dublin twice a year. You know, hopefully now I get one in the summer. Um, you know, I'm happy. And obviously, John and my coach and my team has a good relationship with them. And so I'm ha- I'm, I'm happy, you know. So um, I just want to keep uh, progressing, get each fight as it comes, take, this, take, take, take each one as it comes and, and uh, keep keep climbing the ladder, you know. Just I'm on my I'm on, on my own path, you know. So um, yeah. Oh. 
No, that's good. I like that was a good answer because um, a lot of the people that, that I've interviewed, um, they are in fighting promotions that maybe they're not as well known as okay the, as the number one brand for UFC or even Bellator one championship or PFL, and they're saying that they they told me more or less the same thing you said that it's not the um, it's not the uh, the name power or the um, okay the money or so that um, that really entices them okay maybe the money to some extent but they're really more concerned about how the promoter treats them now a lot of people have said that no the UFC would not be my number one choice in fact Peloton wouldn't be my number one choice it'd be another um, promoter maybe somewhere in Europe or somewhere in the far east so you know I think um, things are probably changing uh, for the up-and-coming fighters um, that are coming that are rising through the ranks so maybe maybe hopefully um, the UFC will not be and I don't say that to bash them but you know, in terms of pay and how they treat their fighters, the UFC will not be um, holding on to that number one spot for much longer. And our things hopefully will change. Um, so how are things going now? Just uh, you're just taking it easy, you're not trailing as hard, you're just eating what you like, and just you're, you're living life normally. Yeah, so just uh, I normally take the week off, regardless of uh, how the fight went. I literally came out not scratching me in this one, thank God. Apart from the the one before that, I came out banged up you know so um i come out now i scratched this one thank god and um yeah i just took the week off because as i said um you know you need you need that week to decompress uh you need a break from the travel because i travel an hour to and back from the gym in the mornings and i train then the evenings in my back here in hometown so take a take a break from that you know it's it's a lot money to, to travel you know take a break from all that and um, you know, the, all the washing and, you know, eating out of a lunchbox for, you know, two months, two to three months and, you know, uh, just take a break from me, you know, just completely uh, switch off and just relax, you know, uh, enjoy. And to be honest, I feel very motivated to get back then, you know, which which which, which was this week. I took last week off, uh, a week off, Monday, back to the gym and, and you're enjoying your training then, you know, so I'm... Um, I'm, this is my first week back and I'm really enjoying it, you know, back coaching, back back training and uh, just getting better from there into the next one, really enjoying it, you know, just uh, watching the fights back, seeing where I can improve and, uh, yeah, just going forward, um, enjoying the training and hopefully, please God, uh, have good news for the summer maybe. I'm not too sure, but um, that's that's really the plan, really, yeah. Oh, good. Um, I'm not sure how political you like to get about things in the sport, uh, but I'm sure you, you've seen the recent developments about something serious that happened with Kane. Um, um, I, yeah. I can't I never get his name properly. His uh, Spanish name, uh, Velasquez. Velasquez, yeah. Velasquez, yeah. What's your take on that? Because I was surprised that um, I am actually, what he did is understandable completely because things for his child, you know, for the rest of her life, she's not going to be the same anymore. Um yeah. But I actually support what he did. Uh, but a lot of people in the mixed martial arts community, actually, there's actually, I've seen at least one video that has actually condemned people supporting what he did. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's actually a UK-based um, podcaster. Right. Um, I, I just, I've forgotten his name. But what's your total take on the situation? Because I thought people would actually be happy um, for what he did because what happened was serious. Um, I yeah. mean, What's your opinion on that? If if you'd like to answer, because I know it's something a very sensitive area topic. Oh no, I mean, like it's uh, completely 
what he done, I completely agree with. And I think anyone that's a man or any any morals at all, of course, it's you know, you know, it's not an eye for an eye. This world, I get it, but to be honest, who who could hold back on what he done? And I think any any one of us, you know, would have, you know. So I completely agree with. And um, I don't know. I just think there needs to be more. I can't. I can't even believe like people even like, you know. Of course, it's a headline, and people get behind it. He's he's an MMA fighter, and he's an MMA legend, and you know that's the whole. Uh, I suppose the thumbnail on YouTube, and it's it's the headline, and I get it. But I mean, I don't see the big deal as in like you know what he done, or you know. I think it's. I think everybody should be in the same boat. It's completely understandable. Any one of us would have done it. As I said, I think he, the guy was lucky, to be honest, you know. Um, so that's the way I look at it. Um, anyone that really is, you know, has another opinion, you know, I don't want to listen to it, you know. It's like, um, I, um, so yeah, I, I would agree with what happened. And I think, I think 99% of us are on the same boat. So um, yeah, I'm not too sure what's going on now at the minute. And, uh, I just I do know what happened and stuff, but I don't actually know like the ins and outs of what's far or you know. So yeah, that's one of the points that the uh, I will admit that the podcaster did raise that. Okay, uh, granted, um, a lot of the people who are hundred percent supporting what Kane did, um, without looking at the facts, that he did say that they were wrong. And, okay, I admit that, but I don't. I I don't I think that the. Uh, Kane would have considered all those things. I mean, I don't think he would have gone and done it for no reason. I mean, that's a, a serious offence. I'm sure that the evidence would have been clear. This person did this to my child and I have to do something, even though they he knows that his child, as I said before, will never be the same again. Um, yeah. But but still, um, okay, um, the facts of the case are still unravelling. Uh, although I think they've said they've uh, denied bail for Kane, that he's going to be remaining in police custody while the case plays out and uh, there's a trial and they're going to decide and rule and see what, what happens. But uh, yeah, I guess we just have to, have to wait and see what happens, what the end result of the whole case is. I'm sure, you know, the way I look at it is probably, he probably will be punished now. I'm not, I don't know. Like, I mean, what he done is what he done. You know, I think it should be more what the other guy done. You know what I mean? It should be like, What's he getting, you know, type of way? So, um, you know, some would say, right, he's got it already. But, like, I mean, there has to be justice some way, you know. And as we all know, sometimes, well, look, we won't get too much into it, but justice isn't always served in the hands of the law. So, um, yeah, that's that's the way I look at it, you know. Kane done what he had to do as a man, as a father. And, again, the whole MMA community is behind them. And, of course, it's going to be like anything political when it comes to things like that, but there's going to be people against it. But yeah, you know, no, um, well, the whole M- MMA community who are sane are behind him, apart from <laughs> that one podcaster. Yes, um, <laughs> well, um, Kieran, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it looks like you're, you're heading about to head off somewhere, yeah, just a bit to head off here now, uh, just in the car, so uh, just a bit to head off here, here so. It's actually, it's quiet as well, so, and uh, it's a change, a bit of a scenic change, you know, so, um, yeah, so we just started to get into the car today. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I will leave all your bio in the um, description description, uh, below, but I'm sure by now, 
<laughs> I don't think I need to, to do that because people they know who you are. I mean, you've got a good fight record for a big um uh, promoter that Bellator is a big name. And yeah, you're um I'm sure in your own drug in Ireland that you're well known. So uh, people know who you are just by looking at the task and seeing your face in the video. But yeah, hopefully uh, they, <laughs> No, definitely they will do. Definitely. Uh well thank you so much for coming on and definitely we'll look forward to the next one. Definitely. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Cheers, man. See ya.